Hey, Dan. What's up? How are you? Great. So this is attempt number three, but we're going to fire through. We only got like five minutes the last time, so it's going to be it's gonna be a good show. Uh, we already did a Bears recap. Did I tell what that means? What? Like, this is our third. Like, we it keeps cutting out. We keep having mic yeah, problems. Yeah, third way through. People know. <laughs> long-time listeners know about our uh, audio issues. I don't think you can say third time, and they're like, oh, yeah. Well, all right. So this is the third time recording. Most we've gone through is two minutes, so we're going to be fine now. It's going to be A-OK. Um, we already did a Bears-Packers review with me and Matt. We did Thursday night. If you want to hear something about that, go listen to that. That's a good episode. Um, but for today, we're going to be talking about our takeaways from week one. Um, look ahead at the Broncos, our picks of the week for college football and NFL, because we're going to be keeping track of those picks and then have a punch-up for the loser at the end of the year. Uh, and then I have a thing on the Cubs, and we can just do a quick little Cubs thing because, ouch. Um, I'll start it off. My, uh, my own takeaway from the NFL this week was uh, don't bet games just to bet them, because I went 0 for 4 all on the noon games, and it really fucking sucked. I think the Lions won't hurt the most. Tying in overtime when it's minus three, it's like, ooh, ouchie. Yeah, and at that point, it's like once if once you have the minus three, like once they once they hit, hit the first field goal, like you're you couldn't do you're fucked either way. Yeah, so yeah. either you push or you just lose the battle altogether, and you lost the battle together. I did. It did not feel good. It really hurt. Uh, Danny, what's your one takeaway? Uh, the Dolphins suck. <laughs> They're That's fucking it. horrible. They're they're a joke. They have no direction. Their their coach is probably gonna be fired by like week seven, even though it's it's his first year there. Um, half the team wants to be traded. They just got embarrassed, embarrassed by Lamar Jackson. Maybe it's five, was Jackson. it was it five 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 touchdowns in the first half. I believe so, and he didn't even have an incomplete pass until I think like halfway through the second quarter. For for somebody who's known to be not an, a great passer, obviously he's still very young. He might be very very good, but for somebody who's not known for being that great of a passer, giving up five passing touchdowns to him is pretty rough. They just made sure that he didn't run. He only had three rushes for six yards. Like they did well in that department. Just the rest of the defense. Yeah, Ingram looked in, Ingram looked great for them, but I guess anyone could look great against the Dolphins. Honestly, half the college, like half of the ACC would look pretty well against the Dolphins. Matthew, yeah. Matthew, what's your one takeaway? My biggest takeaway is the opposite of Danny's game. It's uh, the Ravens. The Ravens look legit. I understand the Dolphins. You know, they fucking stink. But they're still an NFL team. They still have NFL talent. And, I mean, Lamar Jackson looked very good. He looked like a legit pack, pocket passer. 17-20 uh, to 20 passing, 324 yards. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma, had, let's see, uh, four passes for 147 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, if Lamar Jackson can throw the ball, the league is fucked. This is, like, what we want from Mitch Trubisky because we have the amazing defense. The Ravens arguably have a better defense. It's, like, 1A, 1B. You can either, like, you can make an argument the Ravens have a better defense than us, than the Bears. I wouldn't make that argument, but it's, like, 1A, 1B, like I'm saying. So, this is the kind of stuff that we need, like, Mitch Trubisky to take. And Lamar didn't take a step. He literally ran a mile. He looked amazing. So, my biggest takeaway is that the Ravens might be, might be legit this year. It might be a problem for the Patriots. Yeah, but to be to be fair, the Ravens did do this last year against the Bills, Week One. What they do? They they, they, beat, the they beat the Bills like forty eight to like three. Think- I, that was a different quarterback though. That's Joe Flacco. Yeah, and they still did it with him. I mean, I'm just. I, I think you can separate these two. I, I, okay, either way, I'm separating these two things. I'm saying that the, they looked very very legit. Well, they were a playoff team. Like no, they, too, yeah, so. they look they look awesome. They, they set a they set a, fran- they set a franchise record with forty two points scored in the first half. 42 goddamn – I I took the under, so the under was about 39, and or it was, under was 40, and I take it, and the the Ravens hit the over in the first half alone. You see, the Ravens 
the Baltimore Ravens men's football team alone hits the first half. His first or hits the over of the game. Uh, that was ridiculous. I've never seen that before. You think they're winning that division though, for sure? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Steelers did not look very good. No. The Bengals looked pretty good. Who's the fourth team in that division? The Browns? Browns. Browns. The Browns obviously didn't look very good. I think they'll, they'll get better. I mean, yeah, I don't see why they couldn't. I'm not saying definitively, yes, they will, but I, I can't. I mean, yeah, I'll say, I'll say they're my favorite right now. I don't see why they, why they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a real on-the-field takeaway. I'll say that the AFC South is a lot better than people give them credit for. Like the Titans, they mm-hmm. fucking – they went into Cleveland and beat the shit out of the Browns. Yep. They absolutely fucking murdered them, which if you're hearing all offseason about the Browns, the Browns, hype, 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 and, like, the Tigers go in there with Mike Vrabel probably gave a hell of a pump-up speech for that game. Like, they shit on him. The Jaguars only lost by two touchdowns, and Nick Foles went out of the game within, like, the first quarter. Like, they kind of hung with the Chiefs, like, a little bit. Like, he wasn't really in doubt, but they were good enough to, like, hang with him with a backup quarterback. Um, in, the, in the Browns' defense, they played sloppy. Or not in Browns defense, I guess, as a counterpoint to the Titans, because Barstool Bigcat once had a quote about the Detroit Lions, where he said, "You can you can sleep on the Detroit Lions every year and you'll never wake up. I think you can sleep on the Tennessee Titans every single year and never wake up." But the, with the the Browns had 18 penalties for 182 yards. Baker threw three interceptions. I, I think they just played very sloppy football. Yeah, and I think they're wrong. I mean, credit to the Titans this week, but I think overall it's, it's it's the Tennessee Titans. I don't think the Tennessee Titans will ever be a threat to anybody for anything. And all those all those picks by Baker in the third in the second half, and uh, but your point about the AFC South, Jacoby Brissett is a lot better than what people give him credit for. Yeah, like yeah, the Colts went all the way out west. They went to overtime against the Chargers, and fucking was it Vince Harry missed was it two field goals and an extra point? It was something like that. Yeah, he had a very very bad like, day. So I mean, considering obviously the game would have gone different, but based off the score alone, obviously I think that they would might have just won regular. Regular uh, time or regulation had Benetieri made all, all made all those kicks. We're yeah, we're able to have this takeaway even though three of those four teams lost. But the three teams that they played were the Saints, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. All playoff teams last year. But Nick Foles going down sucks for the Jags. So. it really sucks. By but the, who's Min Minshew, the the kid yeah. from Washington State? He yeah. was he was pretty good. He was feasible. He yeah. the only incomplete pass was a drop pass by Leonard Fournette, which ended up being intercepted. So like if he doesn't drop that pass and he comes down with it, like he's perfect on the day. That's absolutely insane for a backup QB. Um that'll be all my takeaways. Look at the Broncos. They looked pathetic, which I'm not gonna put a whole ton of stock into it because I don't like Joe Flacco. I don't think their offense will do much against us next week. But the Raiders, that's their Super Bowl. Like it is a big like Fuck you, Antonio Brown game. Like, we don't need you. Like, look at us go. Like, I, I said looking ahead at the Broncos. Like, I'm not too scared because they look like shit against the Raiders. But, like, taking into account, that was the Raiders' Super Bowl. Like, yep. That's the best the Raiders will look all year. So, I think it's, like, mix in, like, the Raiders' hype with the Broncos not playing their best. Like, I think the Raiders are pretty legit. They have a very good tight end. Josh Jacobs is very good. Carl looked very good. The defense, didn't they have like six sacks? Did they have six sacks? I don't know if it was that crazy. Their defense was dumb. Their defense looked very good. Yep. Tyrell Williams, I believe he was on the Chargers last year. I might be wrong about that. But they have, they have some weapons. They look pretty good. I, I, I don't think they'll be a, a, a one-week-and-done team. I think they'll be, no. I think they'll be consistent. Cool. I don't think they'll be a playoff team. I think that's the best they're going to look all year. Like they it is. It is. They just wanted to they, – Gruden got those guys up to give Antonio Brown the big middle finger. Why, why can't that last all season? Because they're still the Raiders. 
And if anything, when your starters don't play, when your starters don't play all preseason, like if anything, your first game should be like your sloppiest game where oh, you miss a lot, you drop a lot of passes, you got a lot of penalties. But they were guns blazing from the start. That just that momentum and that hype and that energy, you can't do it for a 17, 16 game season. Like it doesn't transition the whole. Why don't they have to ride that? Well, I don't think they're. They can't ride that way forever. I think, I think maybe it goes for next week and maybe into week three, but. I think we'll, I I think they'll do pretty good. This is like my Lions. This is like how Jake like sucks the Lions dick all the time. I think the Raiders will be pretty good all the time. What's so. what's pretty good? Like what what record would you say? Uh, what they finished last year? I don't even know. I think they'll, dude, they had, they had like three or four. Wins. I think they'll compete for a wild card. And really? Be, and then we'll be the, the in the hunt team that's like you know three and seven and like they need like fifteen different ways to, like 15, 15 different things to happen with them to make the wild card. Like I think they'll be legit threat to the second wild card spot. Obviously, obviously, the Chiefs are in that division. Yeah, but they still got the charge in that division, too. Yeah. No, no it's doubt. a good division. It is a very good division. Yeah. Well, we go to Denver. Have Danny, how nervous on a scale of 1 to 10 are you going into the game? Two. Why just, only a two? Just two. Like, uh, the Bears are better than the Broncos. It's it's very clear. The only reason going to two is that you got to go play in the Mile High Stadium with the air. I would put it at a four. Just because of Von Miller and um, fuck, who's their other end? Who's other rushers blanking on me? It's out of Georgia. Oh my God, Matt, you know Bradley Chubb. Yeah, Bradley Chubb. They're fucking menaces, and our offensive line in the second half looked like absolute donkey shit. I think they'll get it together. I think they'll be just fine. But watching what the Packers with like rookies on the defensive line, what they did to our offensive line in the second half, does make me nervous. Again, fucking they got Von Miller, probably the best pass rusher in the league, and then Bradley Chubb was also a double digit double digit sack leader last year, sack getter last year. Like, I think Mitch could lose us the game tomorrow or not tomorrow on Sunday, but it's only at a four. So that's that's the only reason why. Because I think defensively wise, Joe Flacco is not beating our defense. Like they no. have nothing that scares me on offense. So I think we'll be fine in that aspect. I think we're. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I think you still have the respect going into Denver, like Dan was saying. I mean, it's a known thing going into Denver, traveling to the West Coast, and then that will not really West Coast, but traveling to the West and then playing in that fucking little thin-ass baby air. And it's definitely something you got to worry about, you know, gas and getting gas in the fourth quarter. And they, they got Von Miller, they got some game breakers like that. But uh, some stats, I mean, you know, Mitch Trubisky in primetime versus Mitch Trubisky on, like, a regular Sunday when no one's watching is, like, a completely different guy. It's, like, it's like going from Rex Grossman to, like, John Olway. <laughs> Like, I don't remember the exact stats, but it is just, like, night and day compared to, you know, his primetime games versus his non-primetime games. But another thing I I thought, and I thought it was interesting, you know, we were shitting on Trubisky pretty hard. All of Chicago has been all week. But, I mean, other guys had very hard games, like like Baker Mayfield and other, like, Jerry Goff played, like, complete shit. And they, they, he played complete shit. But Goff, played, Goff did not play very well. But Trubisky and other guys, other mm-hmm. quarterbacks, you know, are considered good, good QBs. And they're not really taking the same kind of flight that Trubisky is. And I just, I, I think that's kind of interesting. I know he's number uh, no, two yeah, pick. And it's only his third year, though. But I think maybe, maybe we are a little too hard on Trubisky. But he definitely did not look good. That's not, I'm not trying to defend him. But I did, I just thought it was interesting, you know, how much, how much hate he gets compared to these other guys who also didn't play well. Who like, I don't know. They don't really. It's like, oh yeah, he played like shit. But that's all you hear about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, it's, it does suck that Trubisky is the one who always gets all his heat. But we can't cut slack on Trubisky just because other guys stink, too. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know much how de- in-depth we want to go. Do we just want to do score predictions? Or do we want more? I think we just say we'll, think we'll win. 
I don't know if I score prediction. Yeah. Why not? All right, we'll win. I, yeah, I think I they will. go in there, they win. Probably win by around 7, 10 points. It won't be like an absolute blowout because their defense is too good. I don't think we're capable on offense to get there and, like, just fucking run them out of the stadium. So, probably win by 7, 10 points. And, like, it'll be a comfortable 7, 10 where it's like, this ain't really in doubt. Like, yep. Joe Flacco's not going down the field and scoring, like, 14 in a row to beat us in the fourth quarter or something like that. Yeah, no. Those, um, those days are over for old Joe Flacco. Yeah, it's – yeah. All right. What is our lock of the week each for NFL? Dan, you go first. Eagles minus one and a half at Atlanta Sunday night. Easy. Why do you like it? Or, yeah, why do you like it so much that if it's so easy? Well, Eagles are coming off of all that momentum from the comeback from the Redskins. They're way better than the Falcons. The Falcons looked like a dead team against Minnesota. I thought, I think it's easy. One and a half, lane one and a half is just too. It's too too small for the Eagles against the Falcons, even if they're on the road. I know it's divisional, but still. Mm-hmm. Matt, my NFL lock of the week is Buffalo Bills minus one and a half at the Giants. I mean, if the, if the Bills can go into uh, well, the same fucking same fucking stadium. I forgot they played the same stadium. Yeah, my life. What was it called? The Meadowlands. I'm gonna call it Meadowlands. If the Bills can go to the Meadowlands, and I mean, they were what was the line for that game last three week? Three and a half. If the if the uh, Bills can go in and outright win as three and a half point dogs against the Jets, a better Jets team. Like, the Jets are better than the Giants. I mean, why can't they go in and win by one and a half against the Giants, who sink, as far as I'm concerned. They have Saquon Barkley, obviously, but there's still nothing compared to the Jets. To the Jets. I think the Jets are still – I think the, the Bills, they, they have a very good defense. And the Jets also have a lot of weapons. They have uh, Robbie, is it Robbie Anderson, the wide receiver. I think so. Yep. Jay Crowder, Darnold's – I mean, Darnold's an up-and-coming quarterback. Bell. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, yeah. Once they lost C.J. Mosley on defense, things kind of fell apart from there, but – even with even without CJ Mosley, the Jets are still a, are still a better team than the Giants. So I don't see why they can't go in and beat the Giants by two by more than yeah. uh, two points. And that Giants defense looks so bad. Dak Prescott was player of the, uh, offensive player of the week. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, Josh Allen's gonna have himself a day. <laughs> uh, my lock of the week involves the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so we're sticking the Eastern divisions, and I am taking the Cowboys minus five going into Washington. Washington just. How the fuck are you up twenty or seventeen nothing and they just fell apart and they barely it was a backdoor cover with like the last second touchdown but they nearly almost didn't cover the nine and a half point spread after being up seventeen so they're just not a good team guys did get hurt though the first running back did get hurt he did get hurt but so he won't be playing next week so yeah I'll take Cowboys minus five he's out for a few weeks um I don't know why we did NFL first but now we're going to college and we'll go back around so I'll start off I'm taking. Ohio State minus 15 and a half going to Indiana. Um, I'm 2-0 two, two betting Ohio State against the spread this year. They're fucking insane. Looking at them compared to Michigan, Michigan can barely even beat Army. This is supposed to be the year for Harbaugh, but no. Justin Fields, real deal so far. He's kicking butt. So I'm taking Ohio State minus 15 and a half. My, my uh, lock for college football. I'm a big fan of this one. So Oklahoma State, you guys familiar with T. Yep. With, with a man by the name of T. T. Boone Pickens. Yeah, oh. I, I heard I heard all about it today. T Bone Pickens, Oklahoma State alum. He's a major booster, and he died. He was a diehard fan. He passed away today at the age of ninety-one. R.I.P. R.I.P. T Bone Pickens. I assume you know. I saw a picture tweeted out of him talking to the team. I don't know if that means they're all best tails or not, but I'm gonna assume it does. And for that reason, Oklahoma State is minus fourteen and a half. Uh, on the ro- I don't know if they're at home or on the road against Tulsa, but I mean, come on. Regardless, anytime, anytime someone dies, you pick that team. 
They could be playing in Antarctica. It won't matter. They'd be playing the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, and I'm taking Oklahoma State <laughs> by the 14. This is the, this is the, the T Boone picking the T Boone Pickens game. I'm you no, don't lose the T Boone Pickens game. You just don't lose that game. No disrespect to the Pickens family, but that guy sounds like a racist. He's, he's bootstrapped. <laughs> he's bootstrapped to the core. T Boone Pickens, come on. You tell me that guy didn't have slaves back in the day. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Not um, personally, but the, the Pickens family, come on. But yeah, Oklahoma State minus 14. All right. My, my pick is the uh, is Alabama cover 25 and a half at South Whoa. Carolina. South Carolina is not that great. They're, they already they already dropped one to North Carolina. I know maybe North Carolina is better than what I'm giving them because they did beat the, the U last week. But lane 25 and a half against Alabama is. Eh. And South Carolina has their backup quarterback playing, so yep. I don't know how good the starting quarterback in South Carolina is, but the backup at South Carolina, one of the bottom half SEC schools, can't be great. So I like that pick, Daniel. Before we move on, I would just like to toss in allegedly that T-Bone Pickens is allegedly looks like a sounds like a, a racist <laughs> slave owner. Alleged, it's all alleged. It's all parody law. You know, if you know maybe T-Bone Pickens great great grandsons listening to the podcast right now and they think about suing because I guarantee. They have. They could buy. They could buy my whole life. They would. They wouldn't even make a dent in their bank account. So, to the Pickens oh, family. Oh, the second out. we get a lawsuit, this is we're closing <laughs> the shop. We don't. So I apologize to the Pickens family. Uh, I just want to make that clear. I, don't, I can't. Did you Did you see the Did you see the after he died, like a tweet resurfaced when, like from years ago when Drake tweeted out saying like the first I made my first million. It's uh, it's the hardest thing to do. And then T Boone Pickens responded to him saying, "Try, try your first billion. That's a hell of a lot harder." Yeah, oh, I, I gotta figure it. out how T Boone Pickens made his money. I gotta learn more about this. I guy. don't think you want to know. He was an he's. I think he made a lot of his money in oil. Oil money guy, of course, in the Oklahoma Texas area. That's that's just gotta be it. Well, Matt looks it up. Um, this college slate really fucking sucks. It's horrible. It is the first time that there's not a ranked first ranked game since I think it was like week 10, 2017. But for I Stanford Steve tweeted out where it's like, although on paper there were no good games, that week was like a ton of fucking upsets. Syracuse beat Clemson at Syracuse. I think there was four of the top 10 teams lost. So I'm not saying that's going to happen this week, but it's still going to be fun to tune in because bad college football is still football. Yeah, because you always look for that one game, like at the like that midday or the primetime game. All these games are terrible. Yeah, there's nothing great. Like last week, we had only two games, but they were two really good games. Like even if Clemson A and M wasn't the closest, it was well, a fun. That game. was not a good game. That was just good game for the for the batters. It was. I like watching Clemson. They're a fun team to watch. Um, but then, yeah, but that, they they could they could do that against anybody. It's they could. But um, LSU Texas that was a really fucking fun game to watch. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was your money six and a half. Um, Old Seabone's picking facts oh. for it. He, he has day day oil money. Uh, in 2016, his net worth was 500 million dollars. Pretty good. Uh, at age 12, he delivered newspapers. Hell yeah! How about that? Well, Seabone just <laughs> riding around on his probably like a Harley. Probably like it's like the nicest bike of all time. The green machine. But his parents were like, "No, you still got to go out and you know green or uh, you know blue collar Seabone Pickens as he as he rides up to his like gated community." I don't know if he's 90, I'm saying 91 or 96. 91. 91, like, I think he might have made that money himself. I don't think that's family money. No, it says, I, I read his Wikipedia. Oh, it it said, it said, I think it's, I believe, I didn't read, I skimmed, I believe it said that his dad, you know, his, his dad was the oil, oil guy, and then he kind of, yeah, wrote, wrote the coattails and then did okay. his own thing. I don't think he wrote the coattails, but I think he 
he know, inherited took, a juice took it and expanded on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Once again, Evan yeah. Pickens, please don't sue me. I apologize. Do we have anything else for college football this week? Because, like we said, there's not really much. No, I got nothing. Um, can I make a retractment on my Final Four teams? Because Michigan, no, Michigan, no, you, you made, you made it. I made it, but I'm gonna tell you my picks of the four are the worst of the group here because Oregon already lost. I think Youngstown State and uh, well, my picks are worse than Danny's. Danny, FAU. Danny looks the best. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because you don't you don't have to overthink it, Jake. I didn't think I overthunk it that much. I thought Michigan. You overthunk it. Yeah, I didn't think I overthunk it. You said I didn't think I overthunk it, or whatever. <laughs> you said I didn't think I overthunk it. I didn't think so. But whatever. But you did clearly. I clearly you did. Clearly did. I clearly did. Or I thought Oregon would beat Auburn. They didn't. They still could win the Pac-12 with one loss. Winning the Pac-12, I don't think they're getting in. Michigan looks fucking awful. Michigan looks terrible. Shea Harrison looks incompetent playing quarterback, which is not good. You just will not live with that. Um, so, yeah, Ohio State's going to the Big Ten again. Fuck yeah, of course they will. Um, Wisconsin actually looks really good, but their schedule's too tough, I think, to win it. They may, they're going to make it to the Big Ten title game because the rest of the Big Ten West looks like absolute dog shit. Like, Nebraska fucking lost to Colorado. Um, Northwestern went to Stanford, lost. Stanford stinks. Who else is in that conference? That side of it. Illinois, no. Iowa. Iowa. We'll see. They have a test against Iowa State. Iowa State's usually sneaky decent. So, see how they handle that. Iowa could give them a fight, but I really – there's no one else in the Big Ten West to, like, fight off Wisconsin. So, I don't know if you could find a future – pick for Wisconsin winning the Big Ten Championship, but it's probably worth a little money on it because they're most likely going to be representing the West. They think they're good enough to give whoever comes out the East a shot. But yeah, that's my thing on college football this week. Anything else? No? No, no I'm good. Um, the company to fire Joe Madden, I want them to do it before the season ends. Fuck this guy. I'm so tired of Joe Madden. I've, it's been since the middle of last year. 2017, I gave him it's like, all right, he just won a World Series. Like, you're not going to fire him the year after. And then midway through 2018, I was fucking sick of the guy. And he was already getting on my nerves in 2016, where it's like every single round, we were at a disadvantage when it came to the manager spot. And somehow just talent prevailed, we won. 2017 was 2017, whatever. 2018, disappointment collapsed. 2019, it's not looking great. We're probably going to go into Washington and Scherzer's just going to fucking throw 98-mile-per-hour heaters down our throats and just probably score one run. That's going to suck. And I hope he gets fired before, like, he leaves the clubhouse in that wildcard game. But at the end of the day, I don't know. That's That was my Cubs thing. I'm very upset. They, they're they draining. It hurts. Yeah. This is like the most. How much, how much of this blame do you put on Theo? I put a little um, because I put way more, I put more than you, I think. I put 40% of this on Theo, 60%. Well, I guess if we're doing just Theo and Joe, I would say 40 Theo, 60 Joe. If we're doing you put 6% on Joe Madden. That makes no sense at all. Because fucking 2016, we had the best defense in the major leagues. What about this year? What about this no. year? Let me finish, Matthew. 2016 and 2015, we had like, I know 2016 for sure. We had the top defense in all the MLB. Fucking, I saw a state on Twitter last night. We have the third worst defense. We've committed third most errors in the National League this year. That's strictly coaching because the players are the same. There's really nothing different. If anything, we've improved. Kyle Shore becoming a, is becoming a better left fielder. We have Albert on more instead of Dexter Fowler. He's a better fielder. But it's just sloppy play, which I put on coaching because it's 
the same players. What the fuck happened, Joe? Like, it's not the same players, though. It is the same players. Since 2016, you're telling me there's not been a lot of roster change? No, there's not. It's, it's, it's mostly the same players. That's, I, mean, that's, I don't know if I agree with that. This is not true. Who's different? Should I look at the roster? Are you kidding me? All right, look at the 25-man roster. If you're looking at position players, it's mostly the same people. You have Albert Mora playing more role instead of having Dexter Fowler. Um 2016 Cal Shore was hurt, so what you had Jorge Soler left. He's not great in defense, anyways. Ben Zobris, same guy. Anthony Rizzo, same guy. Javier Baez, same ben guy. Ben is older, like three years older. Okay. Yeah. Anthony Russell, yeah, same guy. Already Chris had, Bryant, two very bad throwing errors last night. Ben Zobris. He did. The game was on Ben Zobris because of his two errors. Which, if we have fucked, we made we have committed a hundred errors this season. Say, let's just say we commit. 60. We reduce it. We have a top-of-the-line defense. We're in first in this division by three or four games, I bet. Just alone on the defense. Don't fix anything with the pitching. Don't fix anything with the streaky offense. Defense alone, if we are if we could be consistent with being a top-five defense, we would be three, four games in first. And it would be a completely different season. Now, Joe, or I mean, yeah, Joe can't do anything about having fucking Rowan Wick being one of his top guys, yep. or Steve Ciszek having to be one of his top guys, or Stroke just losing it. That's not his fault. Mm. You can't blame Joe for that. You can't blame Joe for getting Jose Quintana for Dylan Season Eloy Jimenez. Yeah. Like that's not on Joe. That's the forty percent on Theo. But uh, you can't you can't have Joe. You can't blame Joe for literally just throwing away our salary cap at Kimbrel, Hayward. Darvish. Yeah, that's not on that's not on Joe. Chatwood, Morrow. So that's why I would say sixty Joe, forty on Theo. No, I just don't know if I agree with that. I'm hot. I, just, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if you can blame Joe when he's got a, like a bullshit bullpen. I can fucking blame Joe when Wilson Contreras comes back from injury and like the 10 games following him being back, he was only in the lineup for like four of them. Then why the fuck is he back? That is Joe Madden, 100%. Theo Epstein's not coming down. Can you show me Theo. proof that's, that's true? Can you show me proof that Theo goes out? He has his fingerprints on every aspect of this no, organization. Not when it comes to the deal. You're telling, that me, is you Joe just, you're telling me you just sit there. I wish Tony Kemp wasn't, you know, starting bad and lead off for like the fifth straight game. You're telling me he's just sitting up there with his dick in his hand? That's just not true at all. I don't think he has any impact on the lineup. That's, he may say like, I'm hey. walk out of this podcast right now. If you, no, that, that's on. Joe Madden. There, Theo will do his own thing. He's not gonna say play this guy more or whatever. I, that's and all, and also like I know we're doing like even even if it's revisionist history with the Quintana trade, but Jorge Soler set the Royals franchise record oh. for home runs this year. I don't want to put words in Matt's mouth, but we were talking about this a while ago. Matt, you seemed like you were okay even looking back with the Wade Davis trade because we you said we needed him. Yeah, you make trades to. Uh pursue championships while you're in your championship window. And if we didn't have Wade Davis that year, we wouldn't have even, like, been in the league. No, I agree. 2017, I think we won, 2017, we won the division by, like, 10 plus games. But do you, do you think we give you, – you don't have to give away Solaire, though. You could give away Elmore. Exactly. Who's to say? I mean, who's to say? Maybe maybe the Royals were like, no, Elmore clearly fucking stinks. Literally, everyone we traded away is fucking awesome. Everyone we kept, utter dog shit. Like, we kept Albert Amora. Horseshit. Aston Russell. Horseshit. You're talking about defense and how the defense stinks. That's a guy no, that defense. Elmer Moore fucking sucks at the plate. No, you're, no, Aston you're, Russell no, sucks at the plate. Aston Russell's also a defensive guy. Lately, ever since he came back from Iowa, he's been fucking awful in the field. He's just 
oh my god, the Milwaukee game, he sailed the ball over Rizzo's head in the post game. He's like, well, I think this is good for us in the long run. It's gonna. You could have gotten good game. value for Ian Happ. Could have gotten. Ian... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Should, should, should Joe trade them? Oh wait, no, that's Theo. That's yeah, that's Theo. That's, 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 that's Matt. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, Jake's yeah. kind of dumb. Forty percent. I'm not saying nothing goes on Theo. Forty percent is a good chunk. If you just give away forty percent of a class, you failed the class. Like you, forty percent is a fucking ton. But I still think most of this is on Joe Maddock. That's right. I disagree. That's that's fine. That's, you're saying that's a lot, but it's still not as much as with all the sloppy shit. It's not like if say we were ten games out and we were doing our like, and everything was like players were hitting their peak and they were playing their best. And if we just didn't have the talent, Joe has nothing to do with that. We have the fucking talent on the team. Maybe not the talent to be a hundred with team. We don't have that. The bullpen's not good enough. The starting pitching isn't what it has to be to do that. But the talent is there to win this division with ease. And no, just four games back, or three and a half games back, or four. I forget. With 16, 17 to go, seven left against the Cardinals. And it's it's fucking making me furious. Because now when people after we won 26, like, oh, they'll win it once. It's like, no shot, we only win once. It's becoming more realistic every fucking day. Like, that may have been our only title. When we had... If you look at 2015 and you look at the MLB pipeline, top 100, and we had like 12 of the top 25 players or something insane like that, it's like, oh, we're going to be a fucking dynasty. It's like, oh, no, one title, and we're going to trade away half these guys for fucking nothing, and they're going to be stars elsewhere. Theo Epstein. Yeah, 40% goes on Theo. If fucking – if you move Jason Hayward to center and you keep Jorge Soler, put him in right, whatever, that's an additional – 40 home runs compared to what Albert Moore is giving you. That's fucking nuts. And I know you What can't... if we never signed Hayward in the first place? Although he was yeah, kind of... too. Yeah, if we, never signed... oh, if we never signed Hayward in the first place? Oh, what if we would have kept Solaire? Yeah, so we, we should have kept him. That's what I'm saying. 40% oh. is a big number. I'm not saying none of this goes on Theo. When there's two guys... You're, like, you need to stop saying, like, 40% is a big number. When there's two guys, it's like, one guy gets more blame, one guy gets less blame. That's the argument. It's not like... Oh, I'm still putting a lot. There's only two fucking guys anyone's going to give. Yeah, more blame goes on Joe. So don't act like, oh, I'm, I'm being like, oh, 40% is a big number. No shit's a big number. But when there's only two guys to blame, some people will think this guy deserves more of the blame. Some people will think this guy deserves more of the blame. And you're like, oh, 40% is still a big number. Yeah. Well, no fuck. Who else are you going to blame besides Steve and Joe? Uh, the Tom Ricketts, maybe. The player. I don't want to keep the players in it because the players, are, they're trying their best. I think. Are they? Hopefully. Honestly, some guys are probably they? aren't. Aston Russell, I don't think is. He's a fucking piece of shit. Ask Russell, I want off this team immediately. Fuck that guy. The watching Aston Russell play versus watching Nick Castellanos play is like watching two different sports. Like the heart Nick Castellanos brings to the ballpark every day compared to Aston Russell. Nuts. Whatever. Wait, oh, I should have a very good point. So you so you're saying you're telling you're saying Joe Madden takes sixty percent of the blame? Yes. Whose job is it to keep Joe Madden employed? Deal. Who, I think he's gonna get fired at this so year. Who, so if Joe Madden isn't the guy Whose fault is it that he's still there? Whose fault is it that he's still manager? Joe Madden, what's today? September I feel like 11th. the fact that you think that Joe Madden gets more of the blame can all just go right back to Theo Epstein. Because why would he, he will be fired? Already? Why wasn't he fired already? Because he had one year left in his deal. You can't. I mean, you can still fire him. Exactly. So why wouldn't he fire him? Because just play out the contract, see what happens. Why? Because if you fire a coach, it's like it's just a panic to the locker room. It's like, oh fuck, we have a new guy now. Like, oh, but how's it? But it's it's not working out now, anyways. Okay, he's going to fire him. He will. Today is September 11th. By October 11th, if the Cubs are not in the playoffs, which they most likely will not be, 
They are going to get their fucking dicks kicked in by the Nationals in that game. Anthony Rendon's going to go for three for four, two bombs off of John Lester. And John Lester is going to get pissed and throws him in the dugout. We'll be fucking long gone by October 11th. Joe Mann will not be the manager of this team by October 11th. Oh. I can, I don't make many promises on this podcast. I'm putting everything I know behind me. That guy's fucking gone. And if he's re-signed or extended, I will have a fucking stroke. I will have a brain aneurysm on the show. The only thing I'm saying is that like, the guy who you're giving more of the blame to is being employed by a guy who you're giving less of the blame to. And therefore, why wouldn't the guy – why wouldn't Theo get more Theo, blame? Why wouldn't he fire him? The, or, that's not players. Ricketts. Can Ricketts pay Theo? Why wouldn't Ricketts then fire Theo? I, mean, I don't think Ricketts is making baseball decisions to you. No, he employs them. He, he writes the checks. If yeah. he said, fuck you, get gone, so he's gone. Blame, so I are blaming Ricketts. If, by your logic, yes. It's Tom Ricketts' fault. Do you want to fire, you want to fire Theo Oxen? No, I don't want to fire Theo. You know, I want him to evolve. Then what sense does that make? What the fuck are you talking what about? What sense does that make? I don't want Theo fired. Okay, then why are you bringing Tom Ricketts at all? Because you're saying if it's if it's Joe's fault for being bad, then it's also Theo's fault for keeping Joe. Yes, it is. So you're saying it's more of Theo's fault. I'm just saying if you think it's more of Theo's fault, so why shouldn't we blame Tom Ricketts? Because I'm just using your same exact okay, logic then, to move it up. Then if you want to do that, So yeah. should you fire Theo Epstein? If you, are you going to fire Theo Epstein? Based on your logic, then sure, yeah, why not? I don't want my logic. On your logic, would you fire Theo Epstein? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like we've seen Theo build like amazing rosters before, and I don't think Tom Ricketts makes baseball decisions. And, like, Are you going to fire? I'm telling you right now. I want Joe Man fired, gone, fucking shot out of a cannon in the Lake Michigan. Yes, I want him so fucking fired, like far away from Wrigley Field next year. I don't want anything to do with him. That's so. I'm saying most of the blame goes on him. I want him gone. You're saying most of the blame is on Theo, but would you be willing to say you want to fire Theo Epstein? I mean, I'm not. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. So I don't. I, mean, I feel like you're kind of grasping. I'm not grasping. I'm just using your logic because you said if you want, if you want to put most of the blame on Joe, whose job is it to fire Joe? It would be Jake's. Jake's, Jake's right here. He is using your logic. Like he's using my logic, but I feel like he's just kind of like very wound up right now and like angry. So I'm like, very angry. I'm very like upset. I feel like he's using the logic. No, I mean, I understand what his logic is. I understand what he's saying, but. No, I mean because you because you went like the boss, the boss of the boss, and then Jake went to the boss of the boss of the boss. Yeah, and I don't think that's really relevant. I mean, you're talking then about- your then your thing should not be relevant if my thing's not. Why? Because what Danny just said. If you're blaming the guy's boss, but I'm, Theo, but Tom doesn't make baseball decisions. But he's Theo's boss. If you want him gone, he could be gone. And also, here's another thing. I don't think we're finding anyone close. Uh, we could find someone close to Theo. I've seen maybe. But I can fucking guarantee you we're finding someone better than Joe Mann. David Ross, better. Joe Girardi, better. Those two guys just off the top of my head are better managers than Joe Madden. Well, how, how, do you, how do you know David Ross is? We've never seen David Ross manage. David Ross has never managed a baseball game. Because baseball is changing. Baseball is not – there. It's. I, I, agree, I, I agree with you. I think, I think David Ross would fit in better. But we don't – like, you don't know that for a fact. Well, I know it cannot be worse. I don't think there's a shot it could be worse. I do. Because they, I don't they think... could literally like not be in a playoff hunt right now. I think there's too much talent on their rosters to not be at least in the playoff hunt, no matter what. I don't know, man. There's a lot of talented rosters. Look at the Rockies. I know they don't have pitching, but their lineup is still very, very good. But they but have no pitching. They have no pitching. And they – we did for 60 or 75% of the year. We couldn't play on the road. Recently, we've been a little bit better. The Rockies literally cannot play on the road. And they 
they have no starting pitching. They have no release. They have nothing. Kyle Anderson was a near Cy Young last year. He's been fucking petrified. Like, he's awful. But they were fucking my division team to win. Like, I was high on the Rockies. Nope. Did not pan out at all. But I don't know. It, this is what pisses – I'm so mad right now. And we're fucking slotted to go to the playoffs. And it's – I know some people don't consider the Wilder game the playoffs. It's a playoff game because you lose, you go home. It's a playoff game. Yep. So I don't – I think I should be this man. I don't think I'm overreacting. It's just yeah, – I, I kind of hate the argument that the wild card game isn't a, isn't a playoff game because – I think any – I think any game where if you lose, you go home, it's a playoff game. Like, even if it's game 163, uh, I guess it was a bad scenario because both teams went to the playoffs. But say if any winner-go-home game, in my opinion, is a playoff game. So maybe if it's the last game of the regular season, it is a playoff game. No, I mean, like, I'm saying, like, for the playoffs, you have to qualify to get there. And you got to play at least 162 if you're you're tied with your division somehow, which somehow happened twice last year. And you play more than 162 games that you're in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm kind of laughing right now watching Jake, like, just go pissed off. I, like, you got to ride 162, bro. Like Dion Frederick says, you got to ride 162. No, I'm here. I, when the fucking wild card game comes on, I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to root my heart out for the Cubs. Is if they get hot, fuck, maybe they beat the Dodgers in five games. Probably not. Maybe they do. Fuck, there's enough talent in the roster to do it, but Bill Pemp could just get hot. Maybe. I don't know. Weirder things have happened in baseball. That's all I'm saying. I've never once said that we're the most talented team and we should see them in the playoffs. I said, if we get there, we have a shot. That's what I'm still saying. You said, like, not too long ago that we match up very well with the Dodgers. We do. We took four. We we lost the season series three to four. We scored one more run than them. We also took. We also beat the Mets in seven. Uh, we beat, in 2015, the season series, we beat the Mets seven games. Seven games to zero. And yeah, we got long. swept. All right, things can have changed the playoffs. But from what we see in this season, we match up well. They can't hit left-handed pitching. And this is kind of changed because Cole Hamels has taken a big, fat shit on everything. Like, he's been awful lately. And this is – I made this take when he was pitching really well. The Dodgers don't hit left-handed pitching that well. That's their one weakness as a team. It's always been like the last – this whole like, run they've had. They have not hit left-handed pitching well. And when John Lester, Cole Hamels, and Quintana are on top of their game, that's three lefties right there like boom, boom, boom. Like you're fucking – that's a lot. But – no shot Cole Hamels would be in the, the NLD. He would be on the roster, but he's not in the starting lineup. It's obvious it would be Lester, Quintana, Hendricks, Darvish. Um, I don't know. That's thinking way too far. Right? Yeah, fucking, you're, you're, they yeah. can lose these next two games against the Padres and just say, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going home. Like, meh. And then fucking Glaber Torres is hitting 35-plus bombs over in New York. But what <laughs> – I, I know this probably won't happen, but what do you think this pod the tune this tone the tone of this podcast sounds if we take all seven from the cards and we win the division? It'll, I'll still be mad because what I'm mad about it <laughs> hasn't changed, but it'll be a lot it'll be a lot easier and it'd be a lot more fun. Because if if we take all seven from the cards and somehow some way win this division, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, we're fucking good again. Oh shit. Oh, once if we win the division or if we win the wild card game and we have game one of the NLDS, I'm 100% convincing myself we're winning that series. Like, I'm that just type of psycho where I just, I'll, once the series is in my face, I will find a way to convince myself that we're yeah, going to win. You have to. Exactly. 
okay. I am still angry, but is there anything else left for the Cubs? We haven't talked Cubs in probably two months. Yeah, it's been a long time, so it, and and a, and a lot, lot and a lot has happened. We we started this segment with the Cubs about the twenty five minute mark. I'm like, damn, this is a pretty short episode. I've been rambling. I didn't think it was gonna go that long. I like, I thought we were gonna have more this week. No, we just did fucking fifteen minutes on the Cubs alone. Woof. All right, Dan. How's your week looking? You got a lot of tests or anything coming um, up? I, I had a what week. What are we talking about, Kyle? What are we talking about? Yeah, we're gonna. we I guess we'll jump to this. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had, had a, a, How's the homework looking? This yeah, week? I, <laughs> I had a quiz on Tuesday. Jake is very sick. I had a quiz right on Tuesday. I had a quiz tomorrow. But uh, over the weekend, I got I got uh, kicked out of the casino. <laughs> Damn, was that when Connor came up? Yeah. What the fuck did you guys do? You don't want to know, but I'll, I'll tell you. I, I, is it appropriate to say it, it, it's not? It's not terrible. It, it may not make me look great or Connor look great, but I'm still gonna say it. Um, so after you know, we were, I was watching college football in my apartment all day, having some having some beers and you know all that, and then Connor Connor texts me saying, "Hey, I'm coming up to Milwaukee this weekend." So, so I'm like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Me?" He's like, "I'll, I'll text you. Meet me out at the bar." And I meet him. Meet him at a bar called Trinity, which is kind of like a like a big like party bar in Milwaukee. And uh, you know, we have a couple cocktails. And Connor's like, "Dude, let's go to the casino." So we we Uber to we Uber to the casino, and we walk in. We get in just fine. We you know the idea is security get past security, blah blah blah. And Connor's like, "Hey, before we hit the tables, do you care if we all go upstairs to like? Because they, they're every like most casinos have like a little mart where, where you could buy like smokes or buy like snacks or something. Yeah. And you go upstairs. So we go. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go up. We go up to the we go up on the escalator, and we walk in. Mart's closed, obviously, because it's like two thirty in the morning, which we probably should have thought of that beforehand. And we we're like, all right, screw it, let's walk back into the casino." So we walk back in, and I hand, hand the security guard my ID. He goes, you guys can't come back in here. And I'm like, why? He's like, you two are way too drunk to walk in here. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, 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 I like, stop for a second. I'm like, I'm like that's that's why? And, and, and the, 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 big, the big thought in my head, I'm like, is aren't most – aren't a lot of people – isn't anybody that walks into a casino at 2.30 in the morning drunk? And they definitely have let them in before. I, I understand. I think once you're in, you're drunk. By I see the the security guard. But we we weren't buddy. Like, we literally were not. Maybe Connor is doing some dumb shit, but I really was. I was fine, and and I couldn't believe it. And so we walk. We walk downstairs. Like, oh, let's try another entrance. No, we get denied there too. That sucks. And then I, I almost I, got into a. I almost got into a bar fight this weekend. Really? Talk about bad behavior. It wasn't me, but it was a kid I was with. It was me and these two other guys were at a NIU bar, and we're just, like, walking. We're walking, and there's this table we walk past with two girls and a guy. And one of the guys I was with tries talking to this one girl, and the guy at the table got very defensive and, like, stood up, arms out, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, get the fuck out of here. And I was kind of just standing there like, shit. If someone gets swung at, like, what do I do? So security came by and broke it up, and everything was okay, but I, it was close. I've never thrown fisticuffs before. I don't think I would have. I think I would have just walked away, but that was my weekend. Yeah, Matt, Matt, you have any, Matt, you have any crazy interactions this weekend? Yeah, so I watched college football for like 10 hours on Saturday, and then I laid on the couch, watched 10, uh, NFL football for 10 hours on Sunday, and I walked. I went for a walk yeah. for 20 minutes uh, in between the 3 o'clock game. I actually 
it's kind of bullshit. The, uh, the Lions Cardinals game went a little bit long. So like, there's literally probably like a five minute gap between Sunday night football and that last overtime game. So I was like, I need to go for a walk. So I had to leave that early. So that was like the most exciting part of my weekend. Yeah. So I, had to, I had to leave the overtime game early. It was real cool. Real crazy weekend for your boy. Matt turned to me. We were sitting in the living room. It was like five o'clock and Matt's like, I got to get up. Like I got to walk for 20 minutes. Like I feel like a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, you're just like decent looking day out nice chilly fall day it's like let me just go breathe some air like i gotta go out of this part so this party smelling apartment like i can't there's gonna be a fucking dent in this couch yeah. in return every, I, keep sitting here. I think every sunday that i've been up at school i don't think i've left my apartment and when you have red zone we know we have that i've never had red zone but I've, I've had it at home but at college i've never had it before so now i have red zone at college boys we have nice we have, we have nice comfy couches here it's like that's a wrap for every every sunday I mean, because when you're only getting, like, fucking one game, like, some, I mean, last year, it's different now. You, like, you're guaranteed to get two games no matter where you live now for the NFL. But back to, like, you know, last year, you only get one game. You got fucking Bengals versus, like, Browns. It's a complete shit show. It's like, yeah, it's okay. I'll probably just go, go get my haircut. Go, go do some grocery shopping. But now that we have Red Zone, like, I have no reason to get up from the no. hours of, like, noon to 5.30. And then, obviously, Sunday Night Football. So, yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's a wrap. Um I'm gonna try to not get that heated again because I, I used to have like a weird, not anger issue, but it was like I would hit, I'll be pretty mellow, but every once in a while I would just hit a snapping point, and I felt pretty close to that point right now. Yeah, you're pretty angry. To where I think if I ever, I haven't gone past that point in years, but I feel like if I do, we may get a noise complaint. So I'm gonna try to keep it toned in. But if somehow we blow this wild card second spot, it may just come out. So thank you for listening. If you're still here and. Didn't turn off because I was yelling in your ears. I appreciate it. Um, I hope you have a good week gambling. Win all the monies. To the Chicago Cubs, please play, play better so you don't murder my roommate. Yeah, please. I, I, I really don't want to have a heart attack. That would really suck. Um, but, yeah, that's all. Have a good week. See you guys. See you.